This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The White House budget rollout is right around the corner. Sort of. The Biden administration is expected to provide a skinny outline of its budget tomorrow. The announcement will give a partial summary of how the administration would like Congress to fund major programs and priorities. The full budget proposal is expected later this spring, but Congress will set final funding levels. If the administration plans to move forward with the Farmers to Families Food Box program, a key senator wants to make sure that isn't done at the expense of other nutrition efforts. Senate Ag Committee member Dick Durbin of Illinois is the number two Democrat in the Senate. Speaking at a Chicago Council event today, he said the food box program has its merits, but so does funding for other programs. I agree the program should serve as a template of what we need to do moving forward. And one last thought. President Biden's American Rescue Plan extends the current 15% increase in SNAP benefits through September. Don't forget SNAP. Don't forget the traditional role of food depositories. All of these are critically important. Kate Mayer is the executive director and CEO of the Greater Chicago Food Depository. She agrees that many programs will be needed to fight the hunger that will linger post-pandemic. And we need to remember that we still need to invest in solutions. I think this program can be a solution, but at the end of the day, we need SNAP. We need the pandemic EBT program for children. We need to continue to invest in WIC and other proven solutions that make sure that families and children have access to food. The program was created about a year ago to take surplus food originally intended for food service outlets and redistribute it to needy consumers. Elsewhere in farm policy, a South Texas farmer addressed members of the House Judiciary Committee recently, telling them the current situation at the U.S.-Mexico border is causing trouble for local producers. Scott Frazier told the Texas Farm Bureau Radio Network property damage is a big issue. Many of them are having, you know, property damage done by these folks that are trafficking in these coyotes they're referred to, that are trafficking some of these folks to the major cities. Uh, they'll steal a car or suburban or pickup truck and take the seats out, fill them with as many people as they can. And if they start, Border Patrol gets after them, they'll just run through a fence and tear up anything they need to to try to get away. He said the halting of border wall construction has many communities vulnerable to weather concerns. GOP members of the committee were near the border city of Edinburgh, Texas on Wednesday. Finally today, analysts have measured expectations for tomorrow's USDA report. AgriPulse's Ben Noli has more. Grain traders are expecting minimal changes to corn and soybean ending stocks in tomorrow's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report. Allendale broker Mike Lung says the average trade guess for corn is a 1.39 billion bushel carryout. Just based on the time frame of the year, we still have a whole half a year left. And if we've seen nothing so far, it's been that the USDA is slow to make these adjustments at this time of year with this old crop corn, especially with still so much unknown about the continued pace of exports at this point, whether or not China's actually going to take in what they just bought ahead of the trade meetings, or if they're going to cancel it once the South American production comes out of the ground. Corn-ending stocks are currently at 1.5 billion bushels. Lung expects USDA to estimate soybean-ending stocks just shy of the current 120 million bushels. On the beans and wheat, you got the average trade estimate just shy of the 0.12 that we saw last month at 120. 
with the average trade estimate this month sitting at 119. So minimal changes there, really not too much of anything uh, with the expectation of USDA continuing to kick the can and not seeing that drop below that 100 mark. The report comes out at noon Eastern tomorrow. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The current but temporary estate tax exemption of $11 million per person has been helpful to agriculture, but estate taxes still hang heavy over many family farm businesses. Protect the next generation of family farmers by supporting the Death Tax Repeal Act of 2021. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.